0: What is up, guys? Welcome to episode four of the Set the Bar podcast. I'm your host, Ben Todd, and on today's show, we're finally talking some training. Really excited to share this with you guys. I recently just learned and implemented this in my own training a couple of months ago, and it has absolutely revolutionized my training. We're specifically talking about training with intent and how to bias certain muscle groups. Now, I'm sure that you guys spend a lot of time in the gym, gym memberships are expensive food is expensive to eat healthy taking care of yourself is a big big commitment and i want to make sure that you guys are getting everything that you possibly can out of your training so we're going to talk today about how to bias those muscle groups train with intent slow down your reps drop the weight to really really get the most that you can out of every training session so with that let's get into it and we're back Feels good to be back with y'all. Sorry about the couple week hiatus of the show. It's been really busy over here. I've been really busy at work trying to be an asset for my company, trying to learn as much as I can, absorb myself in the IT world as much as possible. I've only been with the company for about four months, so I'm still relatively new, still trying to learn as much as I can, uh, just kind of absorb that information while also doing some independent studying on the side. I'm currently studying for Cisco's proprietary networking exam, the CCNA exam. I was going to do a whole uh, episode based on the exam and Cisco networking and networking in general once I achieve the certification, which should be within the next month, hopefully. I'm really enjoying that process. It's it's definitely challenged me mentally, um, but I'm really enjoying that process. My training has also been super on point lately, really focusing on intent, training with intent, um, focusing on form, keeping form strict, all of that good stuff. Uh, So things have been good in my world, and I hope the same for you guys out there. And speaking of training, we are talking training today. First episode where we're going to speak on training, uh, and so I hope you guys are ready because I'm going to be talking on a subject that I recently just learned about within the last couple of months. Now, I'll caveat this by saying that I've been training for about 10 years. I began training in really like seriously training in 2012. I was overseas in South Korea uh, when I was out in the Air Force. That's when I really started to train, and I would say that I've been really serious about it, Uh, for probably the last three years or so. Not to say that the previous seven years were not serious, but I just didn't have the knowledge that I have, uh, that I'm armed with now. So I would say probably within the last three years is when I've been really serious about my training. Um, So even taking that, that's still a significant amount of time. And for the last, I would say, 10 years and specifically three years that I've been serious about training, I haven't, been able to understand the concept of training with intent. Like I had heard that thrown around, like people would tell me you need to train with intent. And I was like, Oh yeah, I am. But I really wasn't connecting the dots on what that meant. Like it just wasn't computing in my mind um, until about a couple of months ago. So I'm going to take you guys through that journey of, of learning and understanding and putting it into practical application on what it means to train with intent, what it means to focus on form, what it means to bias certain muscle groups so that you guys can optimize your training as well. So the idea behind training with intent is to concentrate on the engagement and the contraction of the specific muscle group that you're trying to target. So what does that really mean? Let me break that down a little bit better for you guys. So let's just say that you're training back OK, and there's all kinds of different movements you can use to train back and and having some experience in the gym and, and having some experience knowing muscle structure and anatomy and, and things like that, um, physiology, knowing what movements work, what muscle groups that definitely helps in this instance, which comes with time and experience and, and, and just general knowledge. But let's say you're doing some lat pulldowns, right? And everyone knows lat pulldowns target your your lats. Um, so why are you executing those lat pulldowns? Analyze your lat pulldowns. Do you even feel the contraction in your lats or are you just kind of lifting the weight up and down because that's what a lat pulldown is supposed to be? So it's, it's, it's really analyzing your movements and your movement patterns and, and determining if they're really doing you a service or if they're doing you a disservice. Okay. And, And I'll get into that a little deeper here in just a little bit. Um, but I first really started learning about training with intent um, when I switched to, to my now coach, Brandon Long. Um, when I first started training, you know, he said I had, I had great muscle structure. I had a very sound foundation, um, which I did. I mean, I, for being a, a taller guy, I've got long limbs. I have a pretty sound muscle structure because I've been training for, for quite some time and my diet's, you know, generally on par. So I've been able to build myself a pretty good foundation of mass, uh, and Brandon even commented on that on our first um, video video chat session. He had said, man, you've got, you've got some sound muscle structure, but there's there's definitely room to improve and to grow, which is ultimately what I was looking for. So he had had brought this up to me in one of the, the videos that I had sent him early on. He has all of his clients send him three training videos every session, which honestly, for me, has been a game changer so any coaches or trainers out there highly highly recommend having your clients your your serious clients sending you videos of their training Um, especially if you're not physically training them like in an in-person session at a gym highly recommend having them send you training videos and you analyze them because it has made a world of difference in my own training so Brandon, first couple weeks, Brandon saying, "Hey, you know, you need to, you need to improve this. You need to improve this. You need to improve this," and and intent was one key theme that kept coming up, you know, repeatedly over and over. And I, you know, I kind of thought, well, I am training with intent. Like I know, I know what I'm supposed to be targeting on this movement. I know how it's supposed to feel. You know, so on and so on. Um, but I, what I wasn't understanding at that point was that I, I wasn't fully training with the intent that he needed me or wanted me to be training at. So this all kind of started to click for me, and it did click for me, on our um, team meetup weekend out in in Austin. And I know I had referenced that in, in a previous episode And one of the guys on our team, um, who I'm now extremely close with, really good friends with, um, Brendan Butler, really, really good dude, super knowledgeable. He's a younger guy. He's only in his early 20s, but very, very knowledgeable, very well seasoned when it comes to training and all of the things related to training. We trained legs together at Factory Gym out in Austin, and my training world was revolutionized at this session. We started out just with some basic leg extensions just to warm up the quads, get everything loose, get some blood flowing. And our quad warm-up on leg extensions was different than any other leg extension exercise or movement that I had ever done. Brendan, watching Brendan, he was very intentional with the movements he was making when he would contract the weight up he was very slow very methodical very controlled with the movement he would hold the weight at the top for one to two seconds and he would slowly bring it back down and then he would do that and do the next rep same way do the next rep same way and so I'm watching this and I'm like man like this is way different than I trained so I got on there and you know initially I I wanted to follow his lead so I just started just to you know do the same thing. So I was slow on the way up, held it for one to two seconds, slow on the way down. Same thing again. Next rep, and uh, I was like, wow. And after we only did two or three sets, and my quads, my quads felt great. Like they felt, uh, they felt warm, they felt loose. And I was like, okay, this is cool. Um, and then we moved to the leg press machine, and and this is where it, it got revolutionized for me in in one hundred percent. You know, we're, we're starting on the leg press and generally speaking, when I do leg press and I think I can speak for a lot of people out there, you want to throw as many plates on that leg press as possible. You want to look cool. You just want to be killing it. You know, I'm doing 500 pound leg presses. Look at how strong I am. But what, what are you really accomplishing when it comes to that? So Brennan is strong. I will give him that. He's very, very strong. So he threw a lot of plates on that leg press but what he did which fascinated me is he was so controlled and so deliberate with his movement with his eccentric down he and his range of motion was was insane um he brought that that leg press down all the way until it was almost parallel like almost touching his his butt and then he you know he pressed it back up so he was very slow and controlled on the eccentric and then he exploded up on the concentric And I was like, wow, like I've never seen anybody train like this before. And me not having near the leg strength that he had, I had to pull off a whole bunch of plates that he had on there and, and, you know, do the weight that I could do. But after that session, after, after going through that leg session with him, I went back home and I was like, man, I got to start training this way. Like this, this was, this was an incredible, incredible experience and so once I started to implement that, you know in, in my own training back home, um, I noticed an immediate and immense difference in the engagement that I had in my muscles, in the training sessions themselves that I had. I had such better training sessions. Um, I really foc- I really left the training session, left the gym knowing I targeted the muscles that I needed to target. I hit the reps that I needed to hit. And I felt good. I had I had such a pump every every training session. I would come out with this with a ridiculous pump um, because I know that I was biasing the muscle the correct way. Now I wouldn't necessarily call myself an ego lifter because let's face it, I I can't or don't lift um, incredible weights. I am not really that strong of an individual, so I wouldn't say that I ego lift. However, I will say that you know I mean every guy wants to go into the gym and. You lift heavy ish weights, right? I mean, that's just that's just the nature of going to the gym. Um, so what I'll say is that before I had this revolutionized training um, experience with Brendan, I would go into the gym and I would, you know, try to lift as much weight as possible. And, you know, maybe my form wasn't the best. And maybe I was really lifting too much weight and, and, you know, just, just powered through it and and tried just to get through it just because, Hey, I'm, I'm look at the numbers that I'm putting up. Like, these are impressive when I really wasn't doing anything to help myself. So this whole concept of training with intent is going to require you to drop your ego. And, and I know that's going to be a hard for a lot of people. It was hard for me. Um, but I figured that if I'm going to the gym and and spending money on gym memberships and, you know, buying food every day and and all this money spent on protein powder and supplements, if I'm going to do all of this stuff, invest so much time and energy, I might as well get the maximal benefit I can out of it by training the right way. So what I did, I dropped my ego and I dropped the weight on basically every single lift. I think it was every single lift. And I said, you know what? Don't worry about the weight. Just focus all of your attention on the contraction of the muscle group. And, and that's what I did. And for the last two months, I've been doing that consistently. And I can say wholeheartedly, my training has gotten immensely better, like immensely better. I've been, like I said before, I've been able to bias the muscles correctly. And I leave the gym feeling accomplished, feeling a pump. And, and I've really noticed my progress has, has really skyrocketed as well because I'm, I'm training with the right intensity, with the right frame of mind, and, and I'm really getting the maximal benefit I can out of being in the gym. So in talking about feeling the muscle contraction in whatever target muscle group that you're attempting to target – that assumes that you have some kind of m- base of muscle in that specific target area. If you're a beginner to the gym, chances are you really don't have a solid foundation of muscle, and that's okay. Everyone starts somewhere. I know I for sure started with absolutely no muscle anywhere on my body. So it's a journey. Everyone starts somewhere. But what I'll suggest to those of you out there who are you know, maybe just looking at trying to get into the gym, or you're still beginners, you're still trying to feel things out, find somebody who you can train with or who can at least watch you um, and maybe even send training videos to. Find somebody who you can trust that will analyze your training and give you feedback on how to optimize or better optimize a specific movement or just your training in general. I was very fortunate that when I first started working out back in, in Korea, I had a buddy of mine, Cameron, who was a little older than me and significantly more knowledgeable about the gym than I was. I was a straight beginner, really knew nothing about movements, about any anatomical you know, physiology, anything like that. And he helped me from the beginning teach me basic movements, why basic movements, targeted certain things, how to graduate from basic movements to more advanced movements, all that kind of stuff. So I would highly recommend if you're a beginner, find somebody who you, know, you look up to in the gym or who you deem has that knowledge and have that expertise so that they can help guide you on what muscle groups to hit, what exercises will target those muscle groups, how to more optimally, you know, hit those muscle groups, target those muscle groups without having a baseline of muscle mass to be able to really quote unquote feel those contractions until you build that mass it's going to be just kind of a learning curve on the execution of the movements but like i said find somebody who you can rely on to give you some guidance and assistance on that and i promise it will be it'll be a game changer for you all right so if you guys have listened to my previous episodes you guys know that i like to dole out a challenge to you guys based on the topic of the day today is no different so today's challenge for you guys going forward is to analyze your own training so really think objectively about how you train in the gym all right i want you to consider these couple of thoughts what improvements can you make how can you make your training more effective Everyone's going to have, you know, different strengths, different weaknesses, different things that they're good at or better at than others. That's what makes us all unique, right? So for me, it was training with intent. For you, it might not be intent. Maybe your intent is good. Maybe you can feel all of your contractions. Maybe you know exactly what muscles you're targeting. You're not forcing, you know, you're not just winging weight around and and hoping for the best, right? So maybe it's not intent. Maybe you need to control the eccentric part of the movement more, you know, control it down for, for three or four seconds, maybe hold it at the top or hold it at the bottom for a second or two, and then, you know, power through it and, 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 and get that concentric up. Maybe it's adding in some more technical, um, you know, more advanced techniques, right? Like force reps or partial reps to increase the intensity, increase that blood flow, Forced reps obviously are going to be when you know you get a partner or a spotter and and you you fail you've hit failure but but they're there they're they're guiding that weight up they're giving you more reps they give you maybe you know one two three four more reps um, just to get that blood flow and even though they're lifting you know, the majority of it or most of it they're still getting that blood flow for you or even partial reps where you you've hit failure but you can get you can get two or three or four partial reps out of it so you know you're getting it halfway up and you're coming down you go halfway up again and come back down maybe you need to increase your range of motion in a specific movement that's been a big one for me but my mobility has been really subpar for a long time and i and i started tr- you know, doing some stretching and mobility work pretty regularly over the last, I'd say, six months or so. And that has helped me incredibly with my range of motion. So maybe maybe your range of motion needs work. So whatever it might be, think about how you can improve your training, what improvements you can make, and make a plan to focus on improving those specific areas or that specific area. I promise you that your training will improve significantly If you can work on and improve those weaknesses. All right. And as always, guys, if you found value in the episode, if it brought you some knowledge, if it taught you something, if you got a new perspective, if it provided you some insight, go ahead and share the show. You know, you guys know that I do this because I want to help people. I'm trying to pass on some knowledge, pass on some wisdom. I feel like I've learned a few things over the course of my life. And, uh, you know, I just want to share it with people. I generally want people to be the best versions of themselves they can be in in any area of life, whether it's their career, their relationships, their fitness, all of that stuff. I just want to see people succeed. So if you guys like the show, please share it with your friends, family, post it on Instagram, tag it, I'll repost it for you guys. Also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave me a five-star rating and review. That would be super awesome of you guys and uh, the Set the Bar podcast will be undergoing a little bit of change. There will be some change coming for you guys here in the upcoming episodes. I will be adding a co-host to the show, uh, which I'm really excited about. I will introduce him in the coming episodes. We'll uh, we'll start getting some content out together, and uh, we're trying to grow this show. We're trying to to take this show to the moon. We're trying to, you know, really go far with this, so We hope you guys come along for the ride and uh, it'll be a fun journey. So with that, that does it for episode four of the set the bar podcast. I'll see y'all next time.